Energy connected with exceptional minds It's a healing in my soul, the feeling divine Dark rooms in my psyche, I turn into shrines All the haters' comments, I turn into rhymes Read it back and it said, ah, never mind Redirecting this radiant thought process To things more meaningful, I'm focused on progress It's selective commentary that I digest Only needs to be constructive or it's nonsense Nowadays seem to speak from my conscience Submerged in this rap world, directing this content To whomever have goals to accomplish This energy welcomes you to be one with Opportunity for you to have fun if You let go, feel free, and you love this Yep, the vibe Hi everyone, welcome to the Dimensional Dreams Podcast This is your host, Dee Dee And I am so glad to be here with you Exchanging some energy today So today... Um, We're not going to be doing a tarot message, but I will be doing an intuitive message for you today. So today, the message that was coming through is really about um, deeply connecting to others. And this is like really simple, but I'm talking about like a a really deep connection. You know, I, I challenge you. I ask you to pick someone and really, really deeply connect with them over the next week, you know, whenever you hear this, within a week's time, to really connect with someone. And what I mean is, you know, sometimes we have these social norms about, you know, um, what we can say or what we can't say or, you know, what we can express and what we can't express depending on, you know, how close you are to someone, you know, um, comfort levels, what would be weird, what's not weird. And uh, I feel like I'm in an energy right now that's like we're all family and it would be fun to just and and really insightful right to really just connect as if you're family like sometimes especially if I have like a message for someone you know sometimes I'm not sure who the message comes from sometimes it's like an ancestor or something or you know a spirit god or something that's like hey go tell this person to do this specific thing and you know sometimes in my mind I'll wrestle with it and I'm like um I don't know them from Adam <laughs> which is a funny expression I don't know them from Adam and they don't know me and that woman doesn't look like she would be open to me just coming over there and reading her life right now but um I do it anyway which is probably why they come and talk to me because eventually you know uh that Capricorn moral code and ethics I'm like, okay, if it's really beneficial for their life and ultimately that's what matters, I will go over there looking like a creep and I will go tell them the message. (coughs) I see that's my spirit guides being like, nope, that's not true. You don't look like a creep. You look like you're a messenger. (laughs) And so anyways, um, every time I do it, excuse me every time I do it it's always exactly what they need it and it's so interesting because sometimes we have these social norms and these social boundaries that definitely sometimes are super useful not saying they're not useful sometimes they really are 
Um, but at sometimes, you know, it could be a hindrance. So today I challenge you to talk to someone as if you've known them for a lifetime. And you can talk to them not based on the role that they're in or the position that they're in, but just as another being that's here with you figuring it out um, and that you have something valuable to say. And so do they. All right. That was like a nice little cute message. (laughs) Okay. So today we're going to be talking about another dream. And I think I said this in the last podcast, but honestly, the podcast, I usually redo them like four or five times. Um, So I actually forget sometimes like the final version that I go with what I actually said because every time it's different right because I don't write down like you know everything I'm going to say so sometimes I'll think that I said something because I said it in one where is that noise coming from okay the spirits have been active today the energy's been really active today I'm not going to lie it's been real uh spiritual phenomenon-ish over here today um uh wait that made me lose my train of thought a little bit uh i mean it's been real active over here today okay certain things you start talking about them and uh, activity just starts up like they just want you to know that they're around it's it's you know i'm not gonna freak out it's cool it's normal right i mean it's it's normal right okay um man what was i saying i totally forgot what i was saying um oh yeah yeah so this season you know I just have not been feeling like it's necessary to really expound on you know symbolism and things like that so we will be doing that again today um where I'm not going to really expound on symbolism and things but did I already say this I might have mentioned it that um I think at the end of season four, because we're going to do 10 episodes at the end of season four, um, I am going to do a kind of wraparound episode of some of the things that I've previously talked about and what I've found out since then. And maybe that's why I haven't been called to share like after each one, because there's there's like these timelines of information that are building right now. And I feel like... um, what I would attribute something to right now is maybe an aspect, but not the most important aspect. But as I, you know, over like the next three or four months or so, things will start to make more sense. So I can do one big theme or like two big themes of what these dreams and stuff are talking about. Um, And I do want to just reiterate that some of the dreams, I do change them up a bit. I do you know, uh, do a little bit of discretion because especially like with the past podcast that I did, the last one, I'll give one little hint that, um, after having this dream, um, a year later, I ended up finding out that the person that was actually in this dream had something very significant also happen to them during the time period where, um, I had the dream. And even during the same time period, later on in July, on the 22nd, and I mentioned this, I think I mentioned this, uh, in the 
in the what the Dream of Medusa podcast, which I think is like my second podcast that I did, um, I mentioned that I went on to that person's page after I had that dream, and there was also a connection to the dream. So some of them I try to keep discretion because you know, sometimes you get information about things and you don't know how deep it is or exactly what it's connected to, right? Because you start connecting to other people and you might not know exactly everything that's going on in their life, but um, the dream world will show you before you know what's going on. And so I don't want to like... uh, you know, speak on something before I know exactly what it's connected to, you know, um, especially because information is so interesting in the sense that as I get more information and I get more knowledge, especially about things that I wasn't aware of previously, um, I realized that there is a sacredness to keeping certain things more obscure, (laughs) There's a lot of different reasons as to why certain things are not mentioned to the public or not mentioned to um, certain people. There is a sacredness to certain obscurity, not all of it clearly. And it can get, you know, really shaky because when you're keeping things, then that means that you're hiding things and hiding things can get really sketch really fast. But anyway, so... um, But I did find out about that dream that there was a lot of some form of spiritual truth to that dream. Um, I still haven't figured out all the different levels because I don't know this person personally, but I'm sure over time something will be revealed. Um, And then also a little bit after that, this person came out with, um, you know, some things about their own spiritual journey. And I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. So anyway, so anyways, okay. And then one last (laughs) announcement. (laughs) One last announcement before I talk about this dream is that um, starting with the partial lunar eclipse on the 25th, I am going to start winding down from a lot of things. So um, until December 1st. So December 1st um, is when I'll start getting like more active. So I'm going to do a little bit of a hermit mode at the end of October and all of November. So I might do like one podcast, maybe two if I feel called to it, but but I might not do any. So I just wanted to let you know that there's going to be a brief hiatus for about a month or so, Um, but definitely in December I will be back. But I think I'm only doing like a podcast or two, you know, but sometimes I like to just do it when I'm inspired too, so, Um, but I will be quiet pretty quiet um into October going into November um until December 1st so it's a little little tidbit okay so let's talk about this dream that I had today and it's interesting because I was mentioning this dream to um my cousin I have a cousin who's super spiritually in tune as well um and we both have really powerful dreams and experiences and stuff like that so I was mentioning this dream to her today and I was like you know what that might be a really good dream to put on the podcast because one other reason I like to talk about dreams on this podcast is also to show the possibilities of what you can do in dreams, um, which is really the astral realm, right? It's really the astral realm. And I do have a theory that, 
you can get to a point to where you're actually astral traveling at night, but because we don't see the process or astral projecting, but because we don't see the process, we're not consciously aware from the shift to, you know, the shift from consciousness to, to actually projecting, uh, the brain just interprets it as a dream, you know? Um, but anyways, so I like to show possibilities. And also, this dream is also connected to just a theme that's going on that's going to be going on for the collective in general. Um, like, <clears throat> excuse me, we're about to go into um, Scorpio season, which Scorpio rules the underworld, rules the un... Well, Pisces kind of rules the unconscious. I feel like Scorpio rules the gates to the unconscious. <laughs> like the information about the unconscious and connecting things to the unconscious and Pisces is just like just is the unconscious and so it can have a lot of things going on and a lot of connections but not necessarily be aware of it because it is the unconscious if that makes sense um it's not uh, it's not as easily able to observe the unconscious I think that takes a bit of a bit of effort so anyways anyways So, this dream I was in, I actually thought that I was awake, which is why I do believe that some dreams you're actually projecting, and you don't know it because you don't have this conscious experience of, like, vibrational state, and then I'm going through different chakra colors, and then, you know, some vortex over my heart, or sometimes I heard people pulled out, you know, through their third eye or something like that, through their stomach. I usually, I get pulled out through... Uh, my heart chakra um and it feels like you know like a vortex and it feels like literally something is pulling you a vortex out of your body it's pretty uh surreal and it's not comfortable consciously the first few times that it's happened I've had it happen I think twice one time I was very lucid of it but I've had it happen twice I believe um, or maybe I'm manifesting a second time. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm manifesting it the second time. <laughs> but anyway, so in this dream, I thought that I was awake. And so clearly, though, I know I, like something is off because I'm looking around. I'm walking on the street and I have no clue where I am. But I will say that for some reason, it looked like New York. I don't know. I went to New York when I was younger. Um, so I can't say that, like, I remember all the buildings, but that was, like, the feel of it. It was, like, New York. Um, like, uh, I don't know, New York, New York, like a downtown area of New York, maybe, possibly. Um, and the the street that I was on, it looked very, like, uh, how would I describe it, like, a, a area where locals would go. You know, like, uh, there was, there were little businesses around, but they were really, like, local kind of businesses. Like, people who locally lived there and provided for the locals. Like, it wasn't a tourist area. But it also did look super um, residential either, necessarily. I don't know. It was, like, a comfortable, but not that comfortable. Like, don't get too comfortable kind of feel. So, anyways, I'm walking down the street, and... There was some question that I had on my mind. I was thinking about something. And I guess I was, like, kind of talking it out like I do in real life at 
I do this in real life too, where I'm just kind of like talking out loud to myself. And, you know, I don't, I've gotten to a point now where I don't feel like, like, oh my gosh, I look crazy talking to myself. Cause usually I'm so deep in thought and conversation with myself that I really don't care that much. But, <laughs> but I'm kind of just working it out, you know, talking back and forth with myself. And this black woman comes up to me and she's like, you look so familiar to me. And so I'm looking at her and I'm like, you know, like, she don't look familiar to me, but I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, I'm not really from around here, I'm not sure how I got here, but, you know, oh, I saw a sparkle, I saw two sparkles, um, but, um, that's, that's really interesting that you think I look familiar, and she was like, um, it looks like you have a question on your mind, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I do, and I think it was something about relationships, something about connection, maybe that's why I mentioned it earlier, you know, something about relationship or connection, maybe family connection, something like that. I, I can't really put my finger on it because it was a while ago and I didn't write it down, but it just came to my mind today. So I want to talk about it. Okay. So anyway, so, um, she was like, you know, uh, whatever question I asked, she was like, that's a really deep question. And, um, I'm going to see if my sensei can answer it for you so you can get a spiritual answer. And I lit up. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that would be perfect. I would absolutely enjoy that. So I was thinking that, you know, she was going to like call him and like they were going to get back to me or something. And so she was like, yeah, let's, let's go there right now. And so I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, actually he has, um, a, uh, a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a restaurant or something. She said something on this street so let's go over there so anyways we're walking down the street and I'm like that's really convenient you know I'm I guess I'm at the right place at the right time you know I'm like this is this is a vibe I like this type of synchronicity you know like I don't like to play around like give me the answers give me the sync you know (laughs) synchronicity not not actual sync but anyway so we stopped by this place and it's like the most confusing looking place so we step into there and there's bamboo around okay so there's like these asiatic kind of influences like bamboo around it kind of looks like nature and there is a bar in the middle okay and i'm immediately judging so i'm like i don't go to bars i don't really drink alcohol like that you know i'm like why is she taking me to a bar and so i'm just like okay what kind of sensei is this and also you know sensei ooh, i'm not gonna embarrass myself it's an asiatic word <laughs> and so i'm like do do asian people even drink like that like to have a bar or something like that i don't know it's kind of weird so anyways and even the bar like it, it was like made out of bamboo and some type of material it wasn't quite glass it wasn't quite glass um but some type of material and so anyway so we walk in i'm kind of looking around and i noticed kind of in passing that when i walked in so i'm walking forward into the door okay and there's space like it's not a bar that's full of all these bar stools and stuff like that like it's like a grab a drink and go kind of place like like you don't really sit there which i thought was also very weird Um, But on the right side of me, I kind of noticed in passing that there was this huge poster of um, this little black boy in the bar. And he had these like, um, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say like green and blue, maybe ribbons or something. You know, it was very, um, 
like a theatrical kind of painting. I don't know, but it had this giant little black boy, you know, toddler, bald head, you know, um, nice, deep, rich chocolate complexion, you know, Um, and he had these pearly white teeth and he was smiling and stuff. And kind of like in passing, I was like, why do they? I'm just being so judgmental, but (laughs) that's my Virgo rising. I got Virgo placements, too. (laughs) Is my moon in the sixth house? I think it is. And so anyway, so I'm just like, why does he have a picture of a baby in the bar? Like, babies can't come to the bar. And so I'm thinking that just kind of in passing. So anyways, we go up there, and he's got, like, three locals that are there getting drinks from him because he runs the bar. And in my head, I'm like, this is her sensei? I'm like, you know, the guy is, like, clearly not Asian either, you know? I mean, not... uh, you know, we think about Japanese, Chinese and stuff, you know, maybe Middle Eastern, maybe something like that, you know, I mean, which technically is, is Asian, but, you know, just not what, you know, I don't know. So anyways, but he also looks a little bit like Puerto Rican or something. I can't quite put my finger on what, what, what background he is. I'm like, why does she call him her sensei? Like, he don't look like a sensei. You know, I'm like, he, and he had this very kind of rugged feel to him, like an old Hollywood, not old Hollywood actor. That's not quite what I want to say. Who did he remind me of? He kind of reminded me of like a, uh, I don't know why, but Johnny Depp is coming to my mind, but that's like Johnny Depp, if he was very, very seasoned and was, like, really winding down from his career and had learned a lot. And now he's just kind of, like, out of the limelight and just kind of doing something really simple and giving wisdom to people who ask, but not really pushing them towards acting. Like, a very seasoned, older Johnny Depp energy. (laughs) like wiser I think something like that um and that's not who he looked like he uh, I can't quite put who he looked like either right now he didn't look like Johnny Dub, but that's the energy maybe um who who would I say he looked like um there is a uh not quite Vin Diesel um but kind of like you know kind of like Vin Diesel like in a sense of just kind of racially ambiguous like can't quite nail down and so anyway so I was just like why is she calling him her sensei and so anyway so he's serving up these you know drinks to the parishioners that they call parishioners oh my gosh wait is that a religious word are they parishioners ah I don't know I'm gonna just keep it there whatever and so he's serving up the drinks and you know he sees her and he's like hey yeah I'll be with you in a second okay this is the woman that you want me to help yeah give me a second let me wind down blah 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 blah. so he gets done and he literally pushes I feel like he pushes something and like half of the bar goes away and I was just like whoa (laughs) whoa wait a minute and it almost felt like the room changed and I couldn't quite put my finger on what changed in the room but I didn't feel like I was in the same room I felt like I was still maybe in Brooklyn or something or I don't know like uh, something changed and I was just like whoa something changed <laughs> and so anyway so he leans on the bar and he come, you know he's leaning towards as I'm sitting on the bar stool waiting for him and so he leans over and he's like you know um what can I do for you 
And in true Didi fashion, you know, that's just who I am. So, you know, I kind of make a joke and I'm like, why you got a baby in a bar? <laughs> I'm like, this is a bar. Like, why do you have a baby in a bar? Why do you have a picture of the baby in the bar? And he makes a joke, too, you know, because I guess he understands, you know, certain signs understand each other. I feel like he was kind of a, a sad, you know, like certain people be super offended and, you know, think I'm challenging their authority or whatever. But I'm I'm legitimately like, this is a bar and kids can't come into a bar. And why are you trying to market a child in the bar? Like, is there some weird, funny stuff going on here or what? Because if so, I need to get myself up out of here because I ain't interested in that. And so anyways, he jokingly told me back that he said that (laughs) he was like, well, that man is far from a child, but he does like to present as one. And so I was like, huh? And so he was like, so what's your question? And he was like, actually, just take this. So he literally gave me something that looked like a fishbowl. And I remember this because it was like the wildest thing ever. And like I said, I was in the dream and like clearly certain things would tell you that it's not a dream but in the dream like it just seemed so natural like that I didn't even question it so anyway so so um (laughs) he handed me something that looked like a fishbowl okay and I'm just like what and the fishbowl had water at the bottom and there was a smoke on it he had put some type something he did I didn't see it but there was smoke on top of the water in the fishbowl so the bottom of the fish fishbowl had water and it was like you know a little bit less than halfway full and the rest of the fishbowl was filled with smoke and so he was telling me that this was a form of divination and so he said what you do is you stare into the fishbowl and you think of your favorite crystal and so um this was around the time that I had a different Medusa dream that I haven't talked about um but uh, basically, I was like, okay, selenite. I've been working with selenite a lot. And he was like, oh, that's good. You know, selenite is a good crystal to use, you know. And so he was like, stare into the fishbowl and think of selenite. And I kid you not, I stared into the fishbowl. Because at first, I'm just like, what kind of divination is this? You know, like my my logical mind, I guess, is just like firing. And I'm just super judgmental right now I'm just like what is this so anyways I stared into the fishbowl and I kid you not a piece of selenite appeared like uh, the fishbowl went from white to black to white again and when it went white again there's a piece of selenite in there and I was like what I'm just in there I'm like mind blown and so I'm looking around I'm looking at her and I'm like this is your sensei <laughs> and I'm like what actually is life because am I tripping like I'm like I'm like do you see this like I'm like why are y'all so calm about this like is this a natural occurrence here like I just don't and so he was like after I got my life together (laughs) um he was like you know pick up the selenite and he was like you hold the selenite and ask it the question and it will show you and so by this time I'm like I'm just go with it because clearly there's a lot of things going on at play that I have no clue about so I'm just gonna follow directions so I hold it in my hand you know like I'm holding droplets of water in my hand but it looks like 
selenite and it feels like selenite because if you if you've ever held selenite um it's very breakable it's very malleable unfortunately it's easy to break um and, and it has like a very rugged like chalky kind of feel to it and I was like wow it even feels like selenite so anyways so I'm staring into it and I'm asking my question like I said it has something to do with family and connection or something like that I, I don't really remember but anyways I kid you not the next thing that happens is some type of way behind me I see the little boy and he starts manifesting out of the painting now this is like a wall size painting okay so this child comes out and he is big okay and his ribbons are with him and the ribbons start filling up the room I'm just like freaking out I'm just like what is going on <laughs> what is life but by this time I'm like okay Didi stay calm like it's very surreal it's wild stay calm just stay calm just you know it's normal just tell yourself it's normal so you don't freak out and go bat banana crazy <laughs> and so anyways like I see his face out of peripheral and now he's like right next to me so sometime away I was actually seeing him do this but my face was still facing forward looking at the selenite um and then I felt him when he came right next to me on the right side and like it was like his cheek was like almost to my cheek and we were both staring at the selenite and like I said his ribbons were like filling up the whole bar it was crazy I was just like what is this and so what happens next is I really don't know how to describe it but the next thing I know I'm in a different store in New York still a different store and now I'm walking into a um Caribbean you know kind of restaurant or whatever with some family okay and so I'm like in my head I'm like how did I even get here you know <laughs> I'm like how did I get here like and I couldn't remember where I was before I'm like wait how did I how did I get here like, are we on a vacation right now? Are we on a trip? Like, for the life of me, I just couldn't remember how we got to this restaurant with my family. And it was very real. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was very real. And I was just like, yo, am I tripping? Like, am I missing time or something? Like, what is going on? And so, again, you know, just in true DD fashion, I was just like, you know what? I'm just go with it because... I don't know what's going on, but I know that in these moments when you have this awareness that something's going on and you can't quite grasp it, uh, sometimes it's not necessary for you to figure it out. Just go with it and eventually, <laughs> eventually you'll find out. And so I was just like, I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Fine. We're here now. <laughs> I guess we're just here now. So we're walking into this restaurant that I literally have never seen before. I know that we've never been there before. At least I haven't, but all of my family seems to know about this place because they go in and it's like a, you know, Caribbean kind of Jamaican spot and stuff. And it smells so delicious in there. I can smell the rice and peas. I can smell the plantain. I can smell the cocoa bread. Ooh, I can smell um, a lot of different scents. And so I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to sink my teeth in some of this delicious food. Oh, <laughs> You know, and there's like a few people in there, whatever. And um, so when you walk in, there's, you know, some stuff on the wall. Like, I can't remember exactly what was on the wall, but, 
you know, some type of collages of stuff on the walls. But, you know, you kind of walk in and there's like two rows of tables and it's a very small kind of shop. Um, and it wasn't a lot of people in there. And it seemed like a local place, another local place. Like it, it wasn't a touristy place. This was like an established mom and pop shop that had been there for a very long time. People go there to get very specific things. Like they don't get too many new people around, I guess. So anyways, when I walked in, there was a woman. I can't remember if she was sitting to my left or my right. But she looked at me and for some reason, I felt like our spirits knew each other. She felt familiar to me, even though I'd never physically seen her. She she felt familiar to me. And so I looked at her briefly and then I just kept walking because I was with my family, of course. And so one of my family members walks up to these women who are sitting in the back. Um, so the cooks and everybody were sitting at the back of the restaurants, the back of the restaurants where the kitchen was. So they're just sitting in front of the kitchen waiting for people to come and order, I guess. And maybe they were just chilling and people just come in and order. I don't know. <laughs> like it was real comfortable, real chill. So, um, my family member goes back there and starts talking and I'm like, okay, I guess they have been here before because these people know them. So they're having this excuse me, deep conversation and everything like that. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's some spiritual energy here. Like, I can't quite put my finger on what type of spiritual energy, but there's definitely a spiritual vibe here. And I'm not sure if it's the same type of spiritual vibe that I'm on. I feel like the woman at the front is more on the spiritual vibe that I'm on. <laughs> like, this is a little bit too deep into the store, and I don't think I'm on that vibe yet. <laughs> so I go back to the front, and I sit down. And I'm like, um, hi. Um, I just wanted to know if we've ever seen each other or met each other because I feel like I know you. And so she actually, now this is even crazier. She actually is like, um, I used to do tarot, but now I just read palms. And so I hand out, you know, I give her my palms to read. And I promise you, we're like transported to like this black space. And it's like, she's only talking to me. And I'm just looking around. I'm just like, where do we go? <laughs> where do we go? And so she was like, mentally, I guess, transporting us to another place so that we could have a private conversation away from the restaurant, but within the restaurant. I was just like, look, I don't know what is going on in New York, child, but they're on a whole nother level, okay? I don't know what's going on down there, but they're on a whole nother level. So we're having a private conversation, I guess, maybe to everyone else, like my family and whoever else was in there. Maybe it looked like we were still sitting and just staring at each other. I have no clue what our bodies look like, but our minds were definitely also physically somewhere else having a conversation. It was crazy. So, um, and she gave me a reading and I don't remember what the reading was, but it answered every ounce of my question, like the answer that she gave was so satisfying to my soul it felt like a nutritious meal that I'd had um and when I came out of that and I saw her in the restaurant again all I could say was just thank you like the level that she answered my question was like no stern no stern (laughs) no stone was unturned like every ounce of it every morsel of it was answered and my spirit was like okay I get it now (laughs) and I wish I remembered the question I remember what and the answer was 
um but I just don't remember um and then I do remember also like a very brief flash of being back in the um original place that I was so I'm like literally astral traveling (laughs) or astral projecting or whatever a dream within a dream within a dream like the levels the layers that it goes are wild um but yeah it was pretty intense and pretty interesting and maybe like I'll try to think on it see if I can have a dream about it to kind of remind myself of what it was about um but I do know that there is that African energy I don't know who it is right now but I know that there is an African energy that does present as a child because I remember looking it up but I don't remember who it is but that they present as a child but he he's like a child and an old man at the same time or something but I think that he presents as a child to check your inner child. And if your inner child is in alignment, then he works with you at a different level. Something like that. Something like that. You know what? Let me just kind of look it up to see if I can get that answer right quick before I end this podcast. Maybe it's an Orisha. Is it not Orisha? I can feel, I can hear that. Um... Oh, is that Oludumare? Oludumare? Um, whose child am I? I don't know, child. Um, is it Oludumare? Orisha. Sorry, I'm trying to Google it and see if it'll come up, but, you know, they also just say that you're a child of something, so a lot of children are popping up. <laughs> Am I a child of this? Am I a child of that? Now, Obatala is honored as the patron of children. I don't know if it was him, though. Alegba stands at the crossroads of the human and the divine. He is a childlike messenger between the two worlds. Maybe it was him. Maybe it was him, but I'm not sure because it said that this energy primarily liked to take the form of a child. Uh, I'm not sure, but if I come across it, I will mention it in a different podcast. But yes, everyone, I hope that that was very interesting. <laughs> dream to you and that it inspires that there are many different ways to gather information (laughs) many different ways for information to come to you and if you ask and your heart is pure you will get the information you are looking for all right my friends until the next episode which might be a while because i'm not exactly sure if i'm going to do another one before the 25th Um, But if I don't, it probably will be a while. So I'm sending you lots of hugs, hoping that um, eclipse season is fruitful. And for some reason, I want to say profitable and um, fulfilling to you in case it's a while before we talk again. Sad season. (laughs) All right, friends. Bye. Three to five.